Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Max Olson of The Athletic is going to join us here in just a second, and boy, do we have some things to catch up on. There was some movement. Movement. This week in college football. And not to mention... We'll have our four playoff teams by – well, do they do the rankings on, on Sunday now? They yeah, I think so because yeah. they do the bowl show and all of that. Yeah, the bowl show. Right. Bulls. Bulls are back in full. For other teams. Very nice. Max, what are you most excited about out of all those things? Out of all the coaching movement and uh, the potential hectic college football playoff that we're about to have, what are you most jacked for? Hmm. I mean, I think Bama Georgia is awesome, you know, I, I, and I, I could kind of see that going either way. I, I mean, really, Georgia hasn't shown any weaknesses here over the past few months, but um, I think that'll be really fun. Um, I'm, I'm going to Arlington for Baylor Oklahoma State, which I think will be pretty competitive. I think Oklahoma State will win, but um, looking forward to that. And then, yeah, I mean, it seems like things are. I don't know. There's, there's still some jobs open here. It seems like Oklahoma's probably figured out what they're going to do, and so I, I, I guess I'm just bracing for the next crazy, you know, out of left field, uh, totally unpredictable coaching change. Is this version? I wasn't even thinking I was going to start with this, but because you're going down to that game, is this version of Oklahoma State the best that you've seen? You've covered the Big Twelve and the Big Twelve teams for a while. Is this the best Oklahoma State team you've seen? You know, it's funny, like, I, I've, I've talked about this with Mike Gundy. Like, I, nobody at Oklahoma State says, like, we think this team's better than the 2011 team. Um, you know, they, they feel like that team, you know, certainly if you put them in the national title game, um, they, they felt like they could have, you know, won it all that year. And that was the year, obviously, when, when uh, LSU and Alabama had the rematch in the title game. Like, they know this team is, is like, probably could be 8-4 and four or 9-3. and three. Um, But they're just – they play really, really tough. They're really experienced. Uh, and they've got you know one of the best defenses in the country. So um, they they've they've kind of had to do it the hard way. They've won a lot of close games, uh, and I'm I'm not trying to knock them. I, I think it's a really good team. Um, but you know it, it's it's a team that has probably overachieved a little bit, and and yet still I think it, you know has a chance here, especially with the way this playoff played out. Like if they right. can beat Baylor, you know if you know if they're going to play like a Michigan or Cincinnati in a semifinal, like I, I think they have a chance to potentially advancing that too so it, it's been a really interesting team to watch that uh certainly you wouldn't have expected they would they would be up in the top five here max it's funny because we've been we've wanted a different looking and feeling college football playoff now for a long time and we're on track to getting that the only thing standing in between it is like people usually this weekend are rooting for chaos what we don't need is chaos this weekend we need chalk in order to get the college football playoff that we've always dreamed of Yes, if we get chaos, then we I guess what we get like Alabama and like Notre Dame, maybe Ohio State in the playoffs. Probably Georgia. 
<laughs> it, you're right. It's kind of the usual suspects coming back into into the fray there. Um, and uh, you know, certainly if even if we just get Bama over Georgia, then we're going to then then we're going to have. Like, I think the tough Saturday night conversation is going to be uh, potentially Oklahoma State versus Cincinnati, and, and would you put you know a one loss Power Five champion uh, over over Cincinnati, which I. I already hate it. I think actually a pretty tough call for the committee, as unpopular as that would be. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I think we kind of want chalk tomorrow. I want to jump over to the, the coaching stuff that has occurred. And by stuff, I mean literally everything <laughs> as I wave my hands in the air. Uh, yeah. I want to start with this. Florida watched LSU hire Brian Kelly and USC hire Lincoln Riley. Should Florida fans be a little bit miffed that they only ended up with Billy Napier? I think that the way the I'm not trying to make too much of a couple little things here, but I think the way that the Brian Kelly era has started at LSU, um, and, and maybe more specifically with just the way that his staff is not coming with him at all, um, I, I almost wonder like if Napier would have been a better hire for LSU, and, and I think there was Whoa. kind of a, an issue there where they kind of thumb their nose at that and think, well, we can't hire someone from you know one of the schools in this state, and it's as simple as that, but. Uh, you know, I think Napier actually is going to end up being a pretty good fit for Florida. I think he's going to recruit his butt off there, and, and I'm, I'm very interested to see what kind of staff he builds because I think he is going to uh, try and take some big swings here in terms of the coordinator hires. So, I, you know, I, I don't know that I would be feeling that bad about it if I were Florida, but certainly I, I'm not sure anybody – I don't think there's any way someone can make a better hire than, than USC did in this cycle. I don't know what you're talking about. Fit? I mean, Brian Kelly has a southern accent. He's perfect for LSU. That, isn't, that just, isn't that just a silly thing? Like, we spend all this time thinking about, like, fit and, like, oh, can you picture this person in this in this job and this location and stuff. But you, you can't roll out the possibility that people can just uh, can just fake their way into a new personality as soon as they get the job. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous video I've ever seen. It was like that one time Aaron Rodgers had, like, an accent after a, after a game once, and I was just confused as to why. I can see why, in this case, you would create a Southern accent for yourself. Well, maybe he's just really tapping into Southern Indiana or something. I don't know. Or he's from South. I mean, the guy's been a head coach for a long time, so it's not like he was getting psyched up by giving a public public address there, right? I mean, I think he's probably pretty pretty uh, experienced now in terms of being a public speaker. I, that's, I, I can't. I mean, I, I can't wrap my head around it at all. Absolutely hilarious, and and I'd love to see like the that that moment when the PR person has to tell him, hey. Somehow this video is going around, and uh, people people aren't very happy about it. Could they, they found you? Could Bob Stoops lose the interim title? <laughs> I, I think today. I'm, don't hold me to it, but I think it's going to be Venable. I, th- I think that's going to be the move that Oklahoma makes here, um, and I, I think it's it's been heading in that direction the past few days. You know, if if it doesn't happen, I need to talk to uh, Luke Fickle or somebody else trying to make some sort of. Uh, surprise hire here I guess next week but I think it's I think it's heading that way and honestly I think Bob Stoops being the interim coach there probably Max we lose him uh, yeah hey Did... Rico can we call Max back maybe 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Just, uh, just want to get a fish thought there. Yeah, we lost him. Maybe you know. someone from Oklahoma cut his phone line. Do we, where do we think he's at? Is he, he's probably flying. Well, he's, I don't think he's. I mean, a, not in the air right now, but like, he's, I don't think he's uh, in the middle of Oklahoma somewhere. He, we just somehow missed the whole like takeoff. Right. He got above that one cloud, and it was it. The Oklahoma thing has been really cu- quiet, though. Yeah. Strangely. Yeah, I don't know that I understand it. But he. Hello. Yeah. Hey, Max. Hey. Venables? You you still think Venables? I think Venables, yeah. I think that's going to be the one that the, the, the fan base can get around. Uh, they, they, it's important to them to keep a bunch of the staff members there, and I think Venables would do that, whereas other coaches would probably want to bring their whole staffs with them. How how soon or how quickly does Lincoln Riley get things rolling at USC? You know, I, I think it's probably a little underrated how bad USC was this year. Like, that, like, like under the hood there, they, like, they are in really bad shape, like, culture-wise and all that. But I think that guy could probably flip it. That's about as good a hire as they could have made in terms of flipping it fast. And I think he's going to be able to keep all the, the California recruits there, which is obviously the biggest thing and what's held Clay Helton and others back there. So um, I, I think he's going to re- kind of take over that territory again. And, yeah, I think they're going to be pretty competitive in that conference here in, in just a few years. Who's a uh, who's a more interesting quarterback in the transfer portal for you to follow? Adrian Martinez, Spencer Rattler. You know, it's a great question. I I I think that I do think Adrian's going to have options. I, I think he's going to have power five options, and and I think that um, you know certainly the the medical part of that is so important, and, and is you know can he get healthy and can he go through spring ball, and or, or does he need to just go to a place that kind of will, will guarantee him a starting job no matter what. Uh, I think that that's one kind of difference between the two there. But, you know, Rattler is in such a kind of high-pressure situation here because he's trying to get back where he was. He's trying to get back to first-round status, uh, regain his confidence, play in the right scheme, you know, be able to put up big numbers next year. Uh, so I'm, I, I think that uh, the, the stakes are a little bit higher for Rattler there in terms of um, can he make the right choice and kind of kind of regain his, his draft stock and all that. So – I'm very interested to see where he goes and, and wonder, like, the one I've kind of been thinking with him, and we'll see, but, like, would he go to play at, like, Ole Miss and replace Corral? And, mm. and it, like, that, I feel like that would be kind of like a dream fit for him. But, uh, you know, with, with Jane Daniels staying in Arizona State, I don't think that one's going to happen. So, he, I, you know, he's he's going to go to a top 25 program, and, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I think it's going to be a fun reclamation project there. Is there more movement still on the, on the coaching carousel? I mean – we think Notre Dame's going to go with their, you know, Marcus Freeman, their defensive coordinator. Um, yep. you know, Oklahoma maybe, you know, has their list of names shortened at this point. Is there another big shoe to drop here, or are we pretty much wrapped up with that part of it? Yeah, you know, Virginia was a surprise yesterday. I wouldn't call that necessarily a big power five job, um, but that's an you know, I, I think that and, that, and that was one that just, you know, complete surprise came out of nowhere. I, I think there's probably – I think we're probably going to have a little bit more, and and maybe that's maybe that waits till after the early signing period. Maybe that's in January when there's NFL jobs opening up. Um, 
or not. But um, I, I, I could see I – don't, I don't know that I would buy Ryan Day making a move. Mm. I mean, certainly that would be kind of the big one that uh, everyone would be fighting for that job. But uh, I, I think there's still a possibility after early signing period – uh, maybe we'll have one more big one here. But you're right. It seems like it's starting to settle down a little bit. All right, Max. Uh, we'll let you go. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the Big 12 title game, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Hey, thanks, folks. That is Max Olson of The Athletic. That I mean, that is something that we – Ryan Day is a name that comes up every year for NFL jobs, and usually that doesn't happen until the second week of January. So, you know, you, you never know on that one. And then Ohio State scrambling after signing day. Or – Right before signing day, right? Maybe you know, which is a weird thing to think about. But yeah, that like, if Ohio State came open, the ripple effect of yes. what that would do elsewhere in college football would be really fast. I mean, would Fickle just jump at it immediately? Um, yes, but would they choose him over Ohio boy Matt Campbell? Mm-hmm. Fickle and Campbell always get mentioned for the same job. Well, then, because they're both Midwest guys, yeah. like and. I just kind of feel like those are the sort of jobs that uh, you know they're they're likely to end up at. There was a weird like Matt Campbell to Washington thing, and I didn't buy that for a second. It's and I think we're at the point with Fickle where he doesn't he doesn't jump unless it's big big. I I, I kind of thought Notre Dame was going to be an option for him. Yeah, well, and it might have been, but I think the way the players, the recruits. The Notre Dame family kind of all basically were like, we don't want to lose this guy. Yeah, they think they think he's going to be a star, Marcus Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is really Notre Dame's not the kind of place that you think someone was going to get their first opportunity to be a head coach. But then you look at it, Ryan Day. I mean, that's worked out really well for him too. So yeah. there are a couple. I mean, this happens around college football coordinators who have been at places for a long time, and people are like, well, this is kind of the guy behind the behind this you know where the the coach will jump off and take another job but this is kind of the guy who makes it all work right that happens um and it sounds like you know marcus freeman what does venables at oklahoma do for you i think it it appeases the fan base um of oklahoma i don't know that it's overly i feel like it caps their ceiling but i don't know that oklahoma's gonna go out and steal a sitting power five coach right now I, I mean, a, a high, high power five coach. It's you know just I mean? weird because it's such a good job. I know. Um, it's then, worse now, though, with the whole SEC thing. No doubt. Uh, the other thing that that does, though, I think that if Venable leaves, Clemson's ceiling comes down. Yep. Maybe maybe Dabo starts looking around after that. When the whole thing with Dabo is he's just biding time for Nick Alabama. Saban to leave. Yeah. yeah. So, Fun that, times. That... <laughs> um, it's weird because it feels like that one move would result in two of the five best teams in the country over the last decade, both having their ceilings come down a little yep. bit, which is weird. Seismic changes. Yeah, it really would seem that way. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back around at the hour next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter at Connor Happer at Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. 
Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.